Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Interview Show right here on Brands Tech. This episode will begin in just one moment, so please stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Brandon, and welcome back to The Interview Show right here on Brands Tech. I hope that everyone's been doing well. So today, I'm happy to have my guest for today. Emmanuel, thank you so much for being here. Uh, so glad to be here, ready to share everything I know and just uh, get started. Oh, absolutely. So as I always begin here, first of all, how are you today? I'm doing well, you know, just got home, just enjoying the life, being back in the city from college. Cool. So how has that experience been for you? Uh, college, it's everything they don't tell you. You know, like you're there, you're walking around and it's just unreal. Um, what is the realest thing is that like money does come out of someone's pockets in order for you to stay there. But uh, yeah, everything else just doesn't feel real until like you sit back and like think I really did all those days and attended all those courses. Yeah, well, hopefully it's been a satisfying feeling being at least done with the spring semester. For sure. Very happy to be done with uh, the spring. Really excited to start already, honestly, the fall. That is great to hear. And so for those of you who don't know, I know that at least over the last year or so that you have actually become a content creator. Uh, yes, I have. I've started my own podcast, which is like branched out to just becoming like, I guess, very present on all social media platforms. And uh, yeah, I'm just really just getting a podcast going called Struggle Speaks, but it's actually like named the DGL podcast. And it's just so exciting, you know, just getting out there and just creating content. And so... And so one of the things I'm curious about is, so what got you started with content creation and when did you start? Um, oh, I can like answer that backwards. So I definitely started just over a year ago. So I started like in April and it was around a time where the pandemic was been going on and stuff like that. So I sat down and I've always thought about like the importance of like having a voice and all that. And I'm like, how can I have my voice be heard? So then I heard about like podcasting and I was just like, Oh, that's just like coming together, picking topics and just sharing your knowledge freely. And I was like, um, you're just allowed to do that. And then they're like, yeah, nothing's going to stop you from doing that. So I was like, that's something I want to be a part of. So just put my like mind together, came up with like uh, my motto, which is choose happy. And um, I don't know. I was just like, I got my motto, got my equipment and I just started shooting. Wow. And so I like how you said that that was really you know, intertwined with the beginning of the pandemic in April 2020. And so, you know, I'm sure that, you know, for many of us with the pandemic, no one really saw that coming. Well, you know, at least as of like going into that year saying, you know, this is the year of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, definitely did not see that coming. Uh, it's so crazy. Wow. Yeah. It's hard to believe that that was over a year ago, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we've been pandemic i don't know we've been a pandemic society for a year now and it's just unreal and so how have you been able to manage you know both your podcast and you know and college for you and i actually do know that you know like myself that you also started college earlier oh yeah so um i guess i'll get into like the early college thing later um but i guess it was just been like a balance i think my content has actually taken a fall just due to college you know I put it on like a different priority scale. I'm just like, you know, you got the content that you want to make and you want to make sure that's being heard, but really also pay attention to like school and things like that. So uh, the managing is really hard. Um, it's all about like having dates. I think about that, like 
setting your calendar, um, knowing when you want to release things for content, but also knowing when you got to turn things in for assignments. So I always like to make like my content days, strong content days, the days where my teachers just like don't assign that many assignments. Um, and then like meeting with people, that takes another thing. Cause you know, like having a podcast, you have to work with other people's schedules. So it's just being very flexible and not procrastinating, you know, getting those assignments done for sure. I can't wait until last minute. Cause what if I want to upload the last day something's due? So getting things done when I'm supposed to and ahead of time. Yeah, that is very true. And yeah, and I definitely relate to, you know, the fact of, you know, trying to manage both, you know, consistent content, but then also like schoolwork and then trying to deal with other people's, you know, schedules on top of that. So how has that process been to you, you know, in terms of trying to manage, you know, your schedule with all of that stuff put into it? Um, It's, it's all about writing it down for me. I definitely have to like just write down like I think I start off with saying what time do you want to go to sleep <laughs> you know because a lot of people will like skip out on sleep but um I make sure I can go to sleep at like a good time like a 10 to 10 to 7 type uh, window and then I just get up early I'm definitely a morning person so if I wake up early in the morning I just have a longer day it feels like uh pretty sure that's just actual facts you know you wake up earlier days is actually longer than getting up at like a 12 or a 2 o'clock in the afternoon so just give myself as much time as I can to go through the day, just get everything done and uh, communicate with like the people I want on my podcast, you know, really know that like, if you want to come in at this time, this is a time that I can actually meet with you and we're confident in that we can make it happen. Yeah. And that is great. And I definitely agree with the, you know, with the waking up early and getting more things done. Cause I know, yeah, for me, and I'd actually spoken to some other, you know, people as well in that regards who have also said that's, it's so much easier to just do you do everything you need to do in the morning so that way you have the rest of the day free for yourselves definitely facts and so how has it been for you getting guests in this time of the pandemic uh taking a very like hard hit um you know i've had to become like zoom tech savvy somewhat you might say but um i think with these vaccinations coming out i expect things to get better but like it was just been like a trust thing, you know, asking people like what they've been doing for the past like two weeks, uh, how seriously they take the pandemic. Um, so, but like I haven't been like COVID testing every person I've been coming in contact with for uh, my videos, but I make sure like I do one video like a week, you know, not having a lot of people come through my studio because I do have like some in-person live um, recordings. And then sometimes people are just like, just like too far or they're just not feeling as comfortable. And I just like accommodate, like I make accommodations and um, we just hop on Zoom right quick. And that's just uh, how I, like how I've been having to um, like get around the pandemic. Cause man, it's really like a wall, you know? <laughs> it's like a really like deep river, like how do you cross this? And we just try to make bridges and stuff like that. Yeah, like I know, yeah, in terms, yeah. Of, in terms of, yeah, my content, I, I remember when the pandemic first started and like no one was really comfortable with Zoom and, you know, video chats were a thing, but not really everyone was, you know, really into that. But at least a somewhat bright side to the pandemic is that a lot more people are comfortable to hop on a Zoom and, yeah, and are able to participate in stuff like the podcast. So hopefully that's also, you know, worked out a little in favor of yourself as well. Yes, definitely has worked out. And so... One of the other things that I was somewhat curious about is so, yeah, so for you, in terms of, yeah, this wide open summer, do you have any, you know, plans? So, yeah, now that, because I know that you had mentioned that, 
yeah, that college has definitely, you know, has definitely changed like the trajectory of yeah how much content you can, you know, you can do due to like, you know, due dates and stuff from your courses. But in terms of the summer, are there any you know big plans for that? Um, as a content creator, I think the summer is just like the grind, you know, like just working as hard, not as working as hard as possible, but like really pushing yourself to your limits and just seeing your full potential. So I just plan to just really find out what's my full potential when I have like a little bit more time and just uh, I feel like more creativity. I don't know, the sun's out. It feels like longer or something like that. So my mind just goes and I'm just like, what do you want to get done today? Like each day is like very important. Like we're in school, it's like weeks go by and you're like, uh, I did a little bit. In the summer, it's like, what did you do yesterday? What are you going to do tomorrow? So um, just to like really get creative with my uh, content. That's what I plan on doing in the summer. Yeah, and I completely get that. And and I think one of the interesting things about yeah being content creator is like really trying to also not just manage yeah all of that, but but also like for example managing your own personal time as well and but then you know especially since a lot of the due dates for content are set by yourself how has it been for you like i guess adjusting to that or was it a quick adjustment knowing that as you as you just said you know trying to put out at least something once a week um as far as like just making my own due dates it's actually been hard a few times uh i remember like in the beginning i would say like like um I guess telling people look forward to my video coming out or I'm dropping a podcast about this and it should be up by this time. And I would like have it like set on a timer to actually be dropped, but then I wouldn't actually tell the people that I actually just dropped it again at that time. So it'd be like, I have a video coming out at six and the video does like publish at six, but I didn't remind the people, Hey, I just published the video at six. So, um, it's like you get carried away because like you're doing your own personal things. I like I said, like I'll be driving or grocery shopping or something like that. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's six oh five. You know, go ahead and like let the people know. Um, but I think it's all about like just setting the timer um, and then like really sticking to your like what you say you're going to do. So a few times I was like, I say I'm going to drop a video on Friday, Thursday night. I'm tired. And I haven't like made the final edits or like put things in descriptions and stuff like that. So I'm like, you got to stay up and finish this because, you know, if you wake up in the morning, you're going to be behind. And then then this video is going to drop it Saturday. And now your word doesn't mean anything anymore. So it's like just actually treating it as if it's it's real. Like it's really something you want to do and you're passionate about. So really take it seriously. Yeah. Like and I completely yeah get that myself as well, because I mean. I know sometimes it's just like so much stuff can happen like between, you know, the time that you say something's going to do and then when it's actually supposed to happen. And so I know for me, I've actually just resorted to like not saying anything about my release dates until, you know, until it's like full on done, edited and set to release. So that way I don't have to worry about that unless there's something like a YouTube or podcast glitch, which happens sometimes definitely happens technology like it's trustworthy but like things just crash you know and there's no explanation behind it for some reason some just doesn't upload it wants to stop at 98 percent, and then it wants to say error and now you gotta start from one again so things just happen yeah and you know and a part of that too is just i don't know it it's almost like a you just have to trust that, that it'll work and just you know and just hope for the best and 
you know, and over time you begin to like build this, yeah, this trustworthy audience. And so, yeah, and just hoping that it continues to grow and maintain and yeah. And that, you know, I feel like you all almost like grow together over the time. Yeah, they definitely see you like develop, you know, people who like was there since the beginning. Um, I know for me, I have like a theme song and like, so if you watch like my first videos um, or podcasts, like listen to them, like you'll be like, what is this song? Mm, feeling it, maybe not feeling it. Then you listen more and you're like, whoa, what's this song? Cause I was like sampling songs. And then if you listen to my stuff now, it's like, I had someone actually record a song that's just meant for my podcast. So then it's like, oh, he has his own song. And then like, if you watch it on YouTube, you actually see like a video that plays over it. So then like, you just see like the growth of the podcast as the numbers actually increase. I know for sure. Yeah. And, you know, and circling back to you know, what you were saying earlier. So what was the, cause I know that you said that, you know, your big thing is choose happy. So can you tell us a little bit about you know, how you got there? Oh man, this is like going to be hilarious. So, um, like the motto, like I'm already like choosing happy as a person and all that stuff, but that was not going to be my motto. It was going to be something like maybe like work harder or like stay determined. But I typed in what I think, whatever my motto was going to be before that mm -hmm. into like Amazon to get like a backdrop. And I was like, this is this backdrop, uh, be sophisticated backdrops. None of this is popping up. So I was just like, okay, positive, kind of like positive motto backdrop. And it said, choose happy. I was like, hmm. I was like, that's pretty good. Look, scroll down. Everything else was just too much, too many words. And then I was like, choose happiness or it says just choose happy. So now I just like, just like dwelled on it. Um, thought about things I can say to go along with it. And then like, I got like a, like a little flow within it. Um, I got confidence saying like, if you're going to stand for something, you can stand for happiness. Like I was like, I don't think I can ever say, you know what, today, I don't want to stand for this today. I don't want my name to be tied to this. I think I can always say this is like how I want my life to be and I can like get behind it. So yeah, once I saw like that backdrop on Amazon, it just really like made me think, you know what? This is what you need in your life because it's a, like a positive like, affirmation. And then um, this is what like you're going, your name is going to be tied to. Yeah, well, I think that that's, that was a great story. And yeah, definitely one I was not expecting, but but yeah, but that's yeah a really great thing that you said, especially like yeah that that's something that you can truly always stand for because there's a really yeah because everyone can just really be able to be happy and to choose that. So I think that that's a great yeah you know, a great motto. And so and so in terms of you know content creation, now that you've been doing it for for over a year, what are some stuff that you have? You know that you have learned from this experience or yes things that you've taken away that you you know perhaps wouldn't wouldn't have known prior to this um well the biggest thing i've taken away is that it's all about branching out i know some people want to like become very very popular just in their crowd of like people in a circle but i think the the only way you can see true success is like getting really out and like for me, I know like going to school, that's like really far. My school is like four hours away. That just automatically added to like people who watch my content. And then also like just getting in contact with people like even in my area, but like I've never seen before, never come across. So I think like as a content creator, if you're always trying to please the people that, that, that like that you've always known, you won't feel like instant like gratification or success because those people know you. So 
them watching your stuff is like they're gonna watch it but like if with like real content you want someone to watch your stuff as if they're trying to learn who you are or see what kind of person you are so um like like yeah just branch out expansion um like get comfortable so that you're confident but then after you get comfortable get uncomfortable and like try new things and just just see what it can be definitely be a risk taker you know and sometimes you'll make a video and it just won't get uploaded i know that's happened to me before like made a whole video uh it was a great experience but that video is like just not going to come out either i waited too long like to publish it or like not wait too long to publish it but it didn't fit the time like my time timeline so yeah yeah and yeah and i definitely agree with that because you know, one of the things that I really enjoy about, you know, podcasting is to be able to really reach out to so many different, you know, different people and, you know, to release them every week and just, you know, really be able to hear about their own experiences and, yeah, and what they enjoy. Because, in fact, even for a lot of the people that, yeah, that I've known beforehand on my podcast, like a lot of them, like, I've never really, like, had a conversation with them before. It was just more so like a, maybe a friend of a friend or, you know, what have you, but really be able to get to know these people and really like learn and understand their story. And I think especially for those people who, you know, really wouldn't have, I guess, spoken, you know, had this opportunity not come for them. So I just really am grateful for being able to have the chance to speak to so many amazing people such as yourself. And so, yeah, always thankful for that. I definitely understand that. Um, I think that's the best part. Um, just reaching out to someone, not knowing if they want to even be a guest or not, and then getting that guest, and you're like, "Hmm, you want to come on and like on my podcast and actually talk with me?" Well, then you're like, then you get to like think mentally and get creative and say all the questions you're going to ask them, how you're going to dig deep and like just getting to know them. So yeah, it's just a great experience. I know uh, just all the people you come across, all the stories you learn, it's amazing. Yeah, and especially all the friends that you get to meet because of that exactly yeah you do make a lot of friends and just your name starts coming up in circles i know for sure and like in a, like a positive light though you know like some people like mention your name and it's like negative connotation and like when people meet you now they don't like have the best like thoughts of you but like through the podcast i think i've made just positive uh connections yeah so what is your what's the what has been your favorite part about you know this whole podcasting journey for you um Honestly, uh, I wouldn't say the fame, but like just getting recognized because you don't think you're like doing enough. Well, for me, I don't think I'm doing enough. And I'm like um, trying this thing out, you know, taking a few risks, uh, putting out some videos here and there, uh, being present on social media. But like, am I going hard enough? But then like you'll be out one day and somebody will call you by like your name. Like for my stuff, all my uh, social medias are like Struggle Speaks. Somebody will be like Struggle Speaks and I'll be like, whoa like you know me as my uh my username like stuff like that and i'm just like yeah that's amazing and then some people are like sending me dms and stuff and it's like this made me think about how you always tell me to choose happy and this i'm just like hmm like the impact i would say almost like so not the fame yeah definitely it's the impact that you make and then seeing the impact you make because you just never know how much you're doing for someone else until you just start seeing the small things yeah and and, you know, were you a little shocked at first, like by everyone telling you like the impact that your content has had on them? Uh, definitely. Like the paragraphs I've received, I was like, my my video, like what I've said, like um, I also have something like a weekly, like weekly debate I like to put up. And I'm like, 
my video made you feel this way. You're like this strong, this excited, this positive to keep going. And I'm just like, well, I got to keep going, you know? And I, I hate it how like sometimes I like slack off or something like that. I get just in my mind. Um, and then like I miss a day. And I'm like, no, like the people need it. The people want to see it. Like you're making a positive impact. So like keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, but yeah, I was definitely like surprised. I was because at first I was like, everyone's going to feel everything I'm saying. Everyone's going to like it. And I was like, you know what? That's just unrealistic. Then I was like, sometimes no one will understand. No one will really like get to feeling it. And then I found out, you know what? It's just gonna grow over time. So um, yeah, it's always surprising what happens and who decides to like just become like a follower, just like a supporter of what you do. Yeah, and I think that's a really interesting point that you had brought up too. Like, yeah, especially like having done content for a while, like really seeing like the base that you know, you begin to to get for your content and you really like who like not necessarily like what type of person but more so like who individually like is really yeah you know, following it and the impact that's having on people i mean it truly is amazing to see what you know that what we can do especially when you know it's almost like yes you're making the content for people to listen to or to view but at the same time it's like you know it's still just so shocking like how many people really see what you do and especially since you know the internet's worldwide anyone can really see it yeah that is pretty wild to think um i know i haven't had too much like outwards like i think my well i don't know like you know like when you're thinking like people who you're reaching i know i haven't got like any west coast uh weird fan base or anything like that honestly but yeah when i see someone from like different areas like places i've never been uh watch my videos or like reach out i'm like wow this is like a new person <laughs> like i don't yeah. know you and you and like you're getting to know me and like i guess you like what you see but yeah that's a, definitely a great part of the experience De definitely how this how this people find me like does my content come up like yeah where am i in the algorithm that they found me yeah i definitely understand that yeah, and I know that, you know, we said earlier that we were going to get back to, but, you know, but for you, you said, you mentioned a little bit about how you had started, you know, college a little earlier. So would you mind telling us a little bit about that? Um, this is an early college program uh, that my high school provided. I mean, yours too. We, uh, we both were there. And yeah, I think it was the best thing ever to happen because... I think my eyes would have been like, I would have been surprised, shocked, not ready for the workload of college. And uh, I think we were even lucky because we got like a, a taste of Canvas, which is like the school, the way that like all schools, I think like for the whole state have been like moving towards. So um, yeah, it was just a great experience. You know, like people say you should try it because it's gonna get you ready for the next level. Well completely the truth for the early college experience of uh, walking to a class learning where a class is signing up and adding and dropping classes like the whole process of knowing like due date enrollment and then like dropping a class before you can't like get your money withdrawn and all those things like just understanding how academics work on the next level like in the, like universities and colleges so yeah my early college experience it was um it was much easier than the actual college experience, just as in like the classes I was taking, because uh, I think you can also agree that we took like the baseline, like the English and like um, maybe a math if you wanted to try it. But uh, 
it was simpler just because those are like subject courses and stuff like that. But then once you go into like a real campus, you're like, these are like the classes for my major. And these classes are a little bit more complicated, but uh, I enjoyed it very much. So it was at a community college also. So it wasn't as many students. So it was more hands-on, one-on-one, you know, get to know your professor a little bit better. But yeah, it got me ready for college completely. Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, one of the things that stood out to me, I think it was the first day I had a class that, you know, for many of us, it was also the, yeah, our first class of being a full-time college student. And so, you know, being outside, we were waiting outside the classroom. Then you just had, yeah, everyone else who's more used to it just walking in and like, oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I remember you're talking about, um, was it community, no, public speaking, right? Or? Yeah, well, I think, yeah, I, I took that one. And then I also, the first class I took was, I think it was college success skills for me, so. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I remember college success. That's, that class was more um, like teaching you how to like get ready. So I enjoyed that class just because it told you all the things nobody else probably would. But um, yeah, man, uh, we're really here, you know, like, because I knew you and then I was like, man, it's just crazy to see people, you know, and it's like, we're all just trying to get ahead in college and just get ready for it. So it all felt unreal, but it was really happening. You know, we were really like taking that step um, to like advancing, I guess, our education. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then for us, we also had, yeah, I think very unique to our semester was that it was the first one where it was, you know, half in person and half virtual because of the pandemic happening right in the middle of it. Yeah, we, we got split like right in the middle. It was it was like um, I remember like the slow progression of uh, y'all. We're not going to come back to class. I only want a few people coming back to class, like all the emails rolling in and realizing just keep checking your email, keep checking your email. And then you're like, hey, you're never going back to that campus again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man. Um, yeah, so that was that was a, like a real eye opening experience. But I think we um, for everyone that I know or like came in contact with, they adjusted like well to it. Uh, I think we're lucky enough that we're like tech savvy generation. I couldn't imagine being somewhere else. And then they're like, without all this technology, we have to switch over to not being a person. Like, what are we going to do? Send just the emails or like all the classwork? No, like we actually like jumped on Zoom and the world just like shifted to Zoom just so naturally it felt. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that that, yeah, that in itself was almost like the, a real part that really made us know that yeah we're in college now definitely oh man just like how much you had to do by yourself um you know like usually someone will remind you but you realize like the way your classes are set up no one else has that exact same setup so you know like you can get a little assistant like a little assistance here or like buddy teamwork thing going on but it's really like all on you to get that exact schedule you have right um, to know how your standings are in the class. I mean, if you keep your parents up to date with everything you do in school, which I feel like it's extremely hard because it's so much that sometimes you really just have to get an assignment done by yourself. So, um, yeah, it's very independent. I know just like the whole college experience. Yeah, it really has been an experience. But of course, you know, I'm always very grateful to have been able to have that experience. Honestly, yeah, I, I would recommend it to everyone. I know it's not the best because it's like unrealistic, you know, because we were picked because of how we did academically in high school and everyone doesn't have the same academic path coming from like ninth grade all the way to 12th. 
but I really wish everyone could just get like a little like sense of how that felt to walk into the, even though it's a community like college, I think that's the best transition ever because it's like not full fledged, but it's, it's the real thing. Cause those things like credits really are going to impact like, you know, like, will they transfer? Will they not transfer to um, your actual university you attend? So yeah, that experience, I, I wish everyone could get just a, like a smidge or a taste or like a look into it. Yeah, and I really like this, like the very smooth transition that, yeah, that we had from, yeah, from the first semester, well, the fall semester where it was, you know, taking college courses, yeah, well, true college courses at the high school level, and then full on, yeah, then you're taking, you know, full on college courses at on the campus. Yeah, I think it was really smooth, and I really liked the way that. Yeah, it felt like a natural transition and not just that, you know, one day you're a high school student, one day you're a college student. Yeah, like a cold turkey situation, like just straight cut off, like you were going well and then you were like, no more. Like, you know, so just one day someone just saying, get out. Nah, like it was very smooth. I almost forgot about the um, the fall, I guess, semester somewhat of us just being at the like school. That process felt like you disconnected almost from like your like your friends because you saw the same people like, like every day for me anyway that's the way we did at heritage like we saw our same group of people every day just going to those classes just to get that um the credits for it and then like you stepped off and like you went to the community college and you just saw that same group and then i saw like your group because like we all the high schools do it so i'm like y'all were doing it at your high school wow and then we realized like we kind of left behind not left behind but like we're no longer seeing our friends at school it was like a different kind of experience. Yeah, that is very true. And yeah, it was the same way for us. And so, you know, I think, you know, almost and it was almost like we were like our own group within a group, like for that fall semester that, you know, it's like while we were physically in the building, it's like we never really saw anyone outside of our group. Honestly, you didn't. It was like going to lunch or wherever you might go, like after school program. You're like, hey, <laughs> how's it going, y'all? Like. I don't see any of you ever, you know? So that was definitely nice. Um, yeah, definitely was a group inside of a group. Yeah, and then, yeah, as almost like a last thing before we go into, yeah, into this break is that, yeah, did your time with the early college program, yeah, impact like how you went into podcasting and content creation by any chance? Um, yeah, it did because it just got me thinking about like the actual adult life and like how I want my future to look like. Uh, so early college, they like, you know, you're like, I'm taking like steps towards my future. Like I'm getting started at like, I'm getting started with my life. So then I was like, what else would I want to get started with? Because I see that I'm about to put all this workload onto me, but like, where do I like put my passion and stuff like that? Where do I get my, like my drive? Where else kind of like outsource my energy? So, um, I was like, I talked with people in my classes and stuff like the little group we had like great conversations you have within your little like the group inside of the group because you just see them every day so y'all talk about everything and then they tell you this is what you're good at and you, they tell you this is where you can improve so i took all that just to say you know i think a podcast would be great for me i think i can do a lot of like positive things for like the community so it really like led me to like really get that like thing kicking and going. And then the pandemic happened and the time we had on our hands was unbelievable. And I was like, if you don't get started, if you wait until this thing clears up, and I'm glad I didn't wait until it cleared up because this thing is still going. Um, I'll be a year just being like, as soon as this ends, I'm going to get started. So yeah, man, like 
the pandemic really, the pandemic plus the early college make me think about my future, just said, get started now, work on it, develop it as it goes, but start now. Yeah, and really, I couldn't agree more with what you said. Yeah, like I would say class of 2019 was like the last full year, yeah. but like we were like the last, like we like it was, we were the cutoff for sure. We were definitely that cutoff of like, y'all know what it felt like right before it happened. So, yeah. Yeah, that is very true. And I'll be, I will still be here with Emmanuel in just one moment. So please stay tuned. All right, and so Emmanuel, are there any last comments, questions, or yeah, or thoughts for me that you would like to, yeah, that you'd like to say before we begin to go ahead and close out this episode and of. Uh, and first, of course, yeah, it's been a great time speaking with you and really a pleasure to have you here. Um, I guess like closing remarks, uh, I'm just so thankful that you had me uh, come on today, Brandon. Um, you know, I've known you for like a really long time. <laughs> um, so just to see both of us like develop in the way that we have, uh, I see like your podcast doing great, growing, uh, wish the best for like everything you pretty much like get involved with because you're heavily involved. And as far as for me, um, just anytime y'all want to think about like choosing happy or just watching someone talk about the positive things of life or like crack a joke, like be real, but also like let you know that um, like there's a real struggle going out there in the world. Just slide over to like struggle speaks, anything like that. Um, I'm just always open for like a new following, a new uh, interview or just anything like that. My arms are like arms open, DMs open just stay in contact and i hope uh maybe you know later in the uh like later in the future we can get back on this uh podcast and talk more about all the progress and success we've had yeah absolutely i'd definitely love to do that and yeah and for those of you who are listening are you able to actually tell us where we can find your podcast uh yes you can um find my podcast the actual recording i like to do visual only so it's just on youtube uh, I plan as like the following gets stronger and stronger to uh, upload on Spotify and just all other uh, podcasting things like Apple Music. So yeah, just it's on YouTube at Struggle Speaks Inc. On uh yeah, that's the um that's my username, the tag. And uh, you can also follow me on Instagram. Instagram has like all my reels or I guess early releases and like short clips. And then my uh, weekly debate that I spoke about earlier, yeah, on Instagram at underscore struggle speaks. And it's just all like just one word, all connected. Um, but yeah, if anyone feels like following, just come along, uh, get a nice uh, view of the page. I'm, uh, I'm not private, so you can see it before you follow it. Well, that is really great to hear. Again, thank you so much, Emmanuel. It's always a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you. Have a great day, everyone. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll talk to y'all later.